What's hot, my chocolate? Welcome to Shea's Sports Stories, where I break down the most interesting people and events in all of sports. And on this episode, I'll be discussing the Los Angeles Lakers' failed super team from the 2012-2013 NBA season. In that offseason, the Lakers acquired two-time MVP Steve Nash. Although it is important to keep in mind he hadn't been MVP for several years, but he was still great. They also acquired Dwight Howard, a three-time Defensive Player of the Year winner who was in his prime and was an absolute superstar. But he had back surgery in the offseason and was recovering from that. Lakers struggled in the preseason, going 0-8. But usually the preseason doesn't mean that much, and we have to wait for the regular season to start to actually judge a team's talent. But the Lakers continued to struggle, starting the regular season 0-3. There's a couple of factors that caused this. Dwight Howard was still limited due to his back surgery and wasn't able to play to his full potential. And Coach Mike Brown's attempts to introduce the Princeton offense was going poorly. Uh, the, and the team had a hard time adapting to it. The Lakers got a win against the Detroit Pistons, but lost again, meaning they started the season 1-4. and four. So, Mike Brown got fired five games into a season where the Lakers were supposed to win the title. The Lakers then signed offensive genius Mike D'Antoni to become their new head coach. But the Lakers continued to struggle under D'Antoni, going only 2-3 and three through his first five games. Going into the new year, the Lakers were 15-16, and 16, far worse than anyone would have expected them to be this far into the season. Lakers fans were getting mad and began to chant, we want Phil at games. A reference to former Lakers coach Phil Jackson, who Lakers fans wanted the Lakers to hire as coach. And also it was an insult to current coach Mike D'Antoni because they were advocating his firing and replacement by Phil Jackson. The Lakers fell to 15-21. and 21. They eventually ended the losing streak, but were 17-24. and 24 when Coach D'Antoni decided to introduce a new offense where he would slow down the pace of the offense and establish a stronger pecking order in the offense, which had been a struggle for the team all year. Going into the All-Star break, the team had a 25-29 and record, with Kobe and Dwight Howard representing the team in the All-Star game. I'll be back with what happened after said All-Star game after this. Welcome back to Shea Sports Stories. I was just talking about the Lakers 2012-2013 season, and currently they're at the All-Star break. The day after the All-Star game, tragedy struck the Lakers in an already rough season when Lakers legendary owner Jerry Buss passed away. Buss had some of the most success of any owner in NBA history and was beloved by many of his players and many people associated with the NBA. The teams added patches their jerseys, saying JB, the initials of Jerry Buss, for the rest of the season to honor him. Uh, 
back to the basketball, the Lakers improved in February, going 9-4. and four. In the month, maybe the All-Star break let the players clear their heads or understood how bad of a situation they were in. Maybe it was to honor Jerry Buss. But they were finally playing on a level that um, made sense based off their talent. This run continued. By March 10th, the Lakers were two games over 500. They had a the eighth seed. It was the first time the Lakers had been in the top eight for months. And the first time they were t- uh, two games over 500 all year. But injuries came back. Um, Kobe Bryant had a severe ankle sprain after he landed on Dehati Jones of the Hawks' foot. After this injury and a few more, the Lakers went back to struggling like they had for much of the year. And with five games left, the Lakers were 40-37. and 37. And the Jazz, who had four games left, were 41-37. and 37. If both teams went out, the Jazz would make the playoffs due to winning the series, and the Lakers would miss it. So, the Lakers needed a mix of luck and skill. And they, and they had both. The Jazz lost. Meanwhile, the Lakers had won all of their games going into the matchup against the Golden State Warriors. It's an impor- it is important to remember, this is not the Golden State Warriors you may think of in recent years. They're still a few years away from being a title contender. This was a winnable game for the Lakers, and the Lakers showed their skill they needed, winning 118-116. Unfortunately, they did not show the luck they needed when their leader, Kobe Bryant, tore his Achilles, which is quite possibly the worst injury in sports that happens somewhat often. For example, what happened to Ryan Shazier of the Pittsburgh Steelers, who had a severe spinal injury, is worse, but that's extremely rare, whereas Achilles tears happen every year. The injury effectively ended Kobe's career. He played a few more years, but it clearly lost his ability from previous years. Without Kobe, the Lakers still made the playoffs, but it was understood that they had no chance without Kobe. This team underperformed with him. Without him, they weren't going to be very competitive, and they weren't. They got swept by the Spurs. In the offseason, they lost White Howard free agency, and next year, they set the franchise record for losses. In fact, they've been bad since this year when they acquired Anthony Davis to play with LeBron. This team was a massive failure. They were supposed to be a one seed. Instead, they were barely an eighth seed who got swept. And what we have to learn from this team is there's more to basketball than names. You've got to have chemistry, which was a huge issue for this team. You also need luck, which this team didn't have. They had tons of injuries throughout the year, so they could rarely even roll out their full lineup. Hype can sometimes be a dangerous thing for a team when they start to believe it. And don't put in the necessary effort for a team to succeed. I'll see you next week on Shay's Sports Story.